Thrive by Arianna Huffington. One sentence summary. Thrive shines a light on the missing ingredient in our perception of success, which includes well-being, wonder, wisdom, and giving. and goes beyond just money and power, which often drive people right into burnout, terrible health, and unhappiness. My favorite quote from the author is, We think, mistakenly, that success is the result of the amount of time we put in at work, instead of the quality of time we put in. Arianna Huffington Arianna Huffington makes me think of Wonder Woman. She's strong, she spreads good wherever she goes, and she does it all without sacrificing her own health or happiness in the process. It's one of those popular faces on the internet I actually appreciate showing up everywhere, where most others annoy me after a while because they're just out to sell more of their stuff. But Ariana is just as human as you and me, so when she sacrificed her health and happiness in the search of money and power, the universe had to send her a wake-up call. In 2007, it did. Ariana fainted in her office, hit her head on her desk and woke up in a puddle of blood. It took her five stitches in her face and a broken cheekbone to realize that maybe there's more to life than just work. In Thrive, she shares everything she's learned about true fulfillment since. This book will help you balance your ambition to keep you from burning yourself out on your path to success. Here are three lessons to show you what it means to truly thrive. 1. Update your definition of success to include thriving. 2. Look inside yourself for true wisdom instead of trying to filter all the information around you. 3. Quit checking your smartphone all the time. Did you sleep well? Especially if not, it's time for our 3 to thrive. Thrive, lesson 1. Add a third metric to your definition of success, thriving. This answers the question, what is the new way to look at success? After Ariana's skull-shattering incident in 2007, the doctor told her she was suffering from burnout after working 18 hours a day for so many years. If that's not cause to take a good look at your life, I don't know what is. Determined to put an end to the stress, she found the reason for her problem in her distorted view of success. So far, she had thought it consisted of only two ingredients, money and power. When she realized she had plenty of those two things, but still felt like she wasn't thriving, that is, living a life of true fulfillment, she decided to add thriving as a third metric to measure her own success by. To her, thriving consists of four key elements. Number one, well-being, taking care of your physical and mental health. Number two, wisdom, learning on a deep level with true insights. Three, wonder. Reflecting on the marvelous beauty of nature, art, and life. And number four, giving. Being generous to others so you'll improve your own joy and happiness. Here's one of the ways in which you can make sure you thrive too. Thrive. Lesson two. For true wisdom, look inside yourself. This answers the question, what's one way to thrive according to Arianna Huffington? Huffington says true wisdom does have nothing to do with intelligence or knowledge. When we hear that word, we usually think of something ancient, maybe an old man with a long white beard who amazes us with profound insight. But that's just because we lost touch with ourselves. The truth is, true wisdom lives inside every single one of us. All we have to do is look inward, rely on our experiences, and listen to our gut. It's easy to turn to the endless vastness of facts available online in our Google-fueled, information-overloaded, driven world. However, when you stop letting yourself get distracted from the day-to-day, -day, you'll see that 
even this intangible, mysterious source of just knowing what feels right and what's not from inside is very real and very powerful. After her devastating divorce, Ariana took some time to look inside and then decided to channel all of her energy into caring for her children and being a great mom, which was exactly the right decision to get over the breakup. So view life as a classroom, keep your eyes open and listen to your intuition whenever you can. Thrive, lesson three, stop looking at your smartphone so much, seriously. This answers the question, what is one of the biggest impediments we have today uh, to our happiness? Ready for a pretty sobering statistic? Here goes. You are checking your smartphone 150 times per day on average. 150. Taking into account that you are asleep for 8 hours, hopefully, that means your arm reaches for that beeping, vibrating Pandora's box of distractions every 6 minutes. Do you know how insane that is? Smartphones are a big reason we end up in insane scenarios, where we think about buying a book that teaches us how to read a bedtime story in just one minute so we can put our little ones to sleep faster and start cutting away time from the most important thing in our lives, just because of the permanent sense of urgency our device creates in our minds. Connectivity is a great gift, but only if we use it right. When you objectively look at your smartphone usage, you'll probably agree that it's too much. It's time to turn off notifications, get back your sense of time and learn to deeply concentrate on whatever thing is right in front of you again. You know it's the right thing to do. Here's what I learned from Thrive by Ariana Huffington. There's not too much to extend here. Uh, a quick recap of what Ariana Huffington considers thriving, well-being, wisdom, wonder and giving just a very very calm and sane way to approach life i guess um listening to your gut more listening to your feelings not trying to fact check everything to death i think that's a good idea as well because a lot of the times the facts don't help i mean just think about whenever you sneeze and you have uh, you google symptoms sneeze and then you click around and you click the next page and next one and next one and suddenly you realize you probably have cancer <laughs> which is ridiculous right but that's the way it goes because there's so much information out there uh, in so many connected ways and often it's just misleading so in the case of health by the way you would rather get one expert to tell you uh, on your specific topic so you would rather get one doctor's opinion who's a specialist in sneezing than google all the information uh, about any disease ever because that's not going to help you right because you need an expert in whatever you have as opposed to general opinions on forums where people uh, tell you great-grandmother's recipe and uh, wannabe doctors give false advice and I really want to just spend some time on that last one. Stop looking at your smartphone so much. I mean, 150 times per day on average. It sounds pretty insane. But when I consider the people I see at school every day, uh, I see walking around in, in Munich, in the city, in the subway and so on. That's totally, totally, I see that 100%. Um, I have no doubt that we can easily reach 100, 150 times per day on our phones. No, no problem at all. Um, 
and that's really sad um and i recently i was watching a talk by simon sinek about this um where he said that the phone is a huge problem because the phone has become the replacement for social connection so it's not that social it's not that we use social media as an extension of what we already do socially it's that we use it as a replacement and that's a big problem because now we have kids sitting alone or not just kids people sitting alone at home pushing buttons on facebook and and scrolling through through photos on instagram probably feeling worse and worse with everyone they see because there these things are all highlight reels and everyone just posts their very best on facebook and their very best on instagram and instead of connecting and i mean even if you like it or if you send a comment and you don't get a response like what the hell right instead of just going to someone and saying oh i have a bad day today or i feel shitty you look at the phone and you just feel worse and worse and worse and and you feel lonely and you feel alone and that's really really sad so the the there's the whole problem with phones about productivity and that's always a big argument and i see that one as well my phone is hiding behind my laptop screen right now so i don't grab it as much but there's also the problem of like the phone coming in the way of happiness um that, and that's probably a lot bigger right it's a lot bigger issue but we don't talk about it nearly as much so it all goes through the phone and there's a great video by louis ck uh, he's a comedian stand-up comedian if you google louis ck or for you look it up on youtube louis ck hates smartphones that's a great profoundly true funny video uh, it's a clip where he's on conan and he explains that instead of we use the phones to hide from our emotions so he says that when you get sad and and lonely and you realize or oh, shit i'm alone i'm sad that what we do now is that instead of allowing that sadness to just happen right and to come in and for the feelings to wash over us which is a good experience right because when you have that sadness and you realize that you can sit there and have the sadness and be okay later you will get the uh, a counter burst of sort of dopamine that comes in and that that gives you happiness because you're lucky to sort of be able to even feel that kind of sadness, right? You realize it's a true emotion and it's a good formative experience to have that. But what we do, because we don't want that first bit of sadness, like we don't like the feeling, like the uncomfortability, we get the phone and we write like 50 people. So he says like, you write like 50, like write like hi. And then the first person who writes back is the coolest and you're like, hi. And then you don't respond to anyone else. Um, so we do that and we have like this little sort of, fix from the phone but that keeps us from getting the real fix which is like just experiencing the emotion and letting it come and go and just going about our day like living through different cycles of emotions and seeing that that's okay too so lots of stuff beneath the surface on surface on phones um lots of stuff beyond productivity too uh and so I just want to encourage you to think about that, right? So don't just think of your phone as maybe a potential distraction or productivity blocker, but think of it as a potential happiness blocker too. I hope you learned something. I hope you'll look up that Louis C.K. video, Louis C.K. hates smartphones, and I will see you on one of the next summaries.